0: Hey, folks. Hey, superstars. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. And tonight's topic is, what are you willing to do to get what you want? It's we're closely embarking upon a new year. I want everybody to take a deep breath. exhale we're getting ready to enter another year of your life and my question to you tonight is what are you willing to do to get what you want and let me share something with you folks I've asked that question so many years before I earned my first million, and I remember, I believe it was, I was 33, still working within my companies and trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I don't remember the video, but the video said, what are you willing to do to get what you want? And I know a lot of you may comment below everything. Wesley, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm willing to read whatever book. I'm willing to listen to mentors. I'm willing to invest money, time. But what do you you know, what are you really willing to do to get what you want? And I had to really analyze that question. And I thought I was willing to do whatever it took. But at that moment, I was not willing to do everything. Listen, let me share this with you. Every one of you, there's something that you know that you're supposed to do, but you're not doing it as it relates to you becoming successful. There's something that you have not committed to that is preventing you. from becoming a rock star in your own individual life. You know, I realized something at 33 years of age that I did what I had to do, but I just didn't want to do it. Like, many of you know that, you know, many of you, maybe you've never had a conversation with a successful person, but we all know that Success, before we have any type of success, true success, we must meet with failure over and over again. Like, we all know that. You know, no one succeeds. LeBron James, Steph Curry, Tiger Woods, Oprah Winfrey, all these, Drake, all these people that we admire, that we listen to the music that we watch on TV, every single one of them faced failure over and over and over again until they became successful in their own right. And we all know this. But the question is this. If we know we're going to have to fail, if we realize that we're going to be rejected over and over again, why don't we commit to the process? Why don't we just deal with it and just say, you know what? I know I'm going to fail. You know, I know I'm going to be rejected. I know when I start this business, the business is not going to make a million dollars this year. I know if I start the workout program, I know I'm not gonna have the body of my dreams this year. I know there's going to be struggle, adversity, problems, pains, hurts, suffering. But why don't we do it? Why don't we commit to it? Because each and every one of you I look in the comments below, say you were willing to do whatever it took to become who you're supposed to be. I think that question would always be a mystery. There's many answers to that question, why people won't commit to it, why people won't do what's necessary. You know, why are there poor people? Why are there rich people? Why are there people out there that work their ass off but they still don't make any money? Why? Why some people want to play and make it look easy. While other people it looks very arduous and difficult. Who knows? But all I know is this. And I want to give you this advice here tonight. That if you quit and if you give up and if you stop. You will never become or you never fulfill your personal potential. Does that make sense? That's what I know for sure. Like if you stop, if you give up. If you make excuses on why you can't do what you know you're supposed to do. You would never become the person. That you're supposed to be on this planet. You would die. Exactly who you are right now. Does that make sense? You know everybody on the Internet, it's many people on the Internet and successful people and millionaires. they all have their ideology about success and wealth and money and belief, and I get it even myself, like I have my own personal philosophy and what it takes to become rich and wealthy and successful and extraordinary. But what's all similar, and I want you to write this down, I really want you to hear me deeply. Was very similar amongst successful people is that they never quit. I remember watching an a, a inter- interview with Elon Musk. This is before I made my first million. And they was asking him and, about quitting because at the time he was building Tesla and SpaceX at the same time. And he was met with so many different adversities, issues, and problems, and he was spending a ton of money to the point that he almost had to file bankruptcy. And the interviewer said, at any point did you ever think about quitting? Because it was tough. And even though the man had money, obviously, but... It was imagery money like over and over and over building these companies. that were about to die. You had to take and borrow money from others to keep the money afloat, the companies afloat. He said at any point, even when you was at your lowest, even when you were, were unable to see the light at the end of the tunnel with these companies, did you ever consider quitting? And this is what Elon said. And this impacted me. He said, oh no, I never quit. He said the only way he will ever quit on anything is he has to be totally incapacitated. Which means he has to be in a coma. He's going to have no brain functionality. And until that day, he said, I'll never quit. And I took that to heart. I said, you know what? Right now... My business is not working. I'm not earning any money. I still got bills. I have children. I'm in debt. But I'm not going to quit. Hell, I didn't know what I was doing either. I didn't know what to do, how to do it. I was just doing a bunch of stuff. Trying to find the needle in the haystack. But I said, you know what, I'm not going to quit. I'm gonna die I'd rather die on the side of the mountain than just to never have climbed at all and um honestly folks that's just in my opinion that's the key. <laughs> you know' so many people just trying to climb the mountain of success, but me personally, I'd rather die on the side. Than to sit at the bottom talking about other people that are attempting to become a first generation a millionaire and their family. How many of you are willing to die on the side of the mountain? Talk to me. Okay. How many of you are willing to die on the side of the mountain? Because I'm going to be very honest with you. A lot of you are not going to make it to the top. It's just the truth. It's not me being negative and being pessimistic. It's just the truth. Everybody's not gonna make it to the top of the mountain. Everybody's not gonna be a first generation, a millionaire. Everybody's not going to be able to retire their parents and put their children into private schools and travel the world. It's not gonna happen. But I'd rather die on the side of the mountain, folks climbing to the top than to sit there at the bottom and bitch and complain and regret all the things I could have done when I was in my 30s. Some of you in your 20s right now. How many many of you are in your 20s right now, folks? (laughs) Comment below. Comment your age below if you're in your 20s. I want to talk to you, folks. I want to talk to my 20-year-olds. If you're in your 20s right now, you don't realize the opportunity you have right now to start trying everything. I'm gonna give you some advice. I got this from a billionaire years ago. Not personally, just watch the video, Jack Ma. He owns Alibaba. He said, when you're in your 20s, when you're in your 20s, listen, and this is for everybody that wants to be successful. If you're in your 20s, this is when you need to try Everything. Don't look for the right business, the right opportunity. Just try things. See what you like. And if you get lucky, work closely with a CEO of a company and work for free. Don't be so concerned with the money and, you know, if the guy going to pay you, if he pays you, great. But be more interested in the knowledge. Be more interested in the absorption of the knowledge. That's the key. The information. Which you're going to learn when you're close to a person like that. You hear me? 20-year-olds. <laughs> Every friend that you have right now. In your life. If they. Are not what you're trying to be. Eliminate them. Remove them from your life. Just being honest with you. And I know a lot of you. are Not going to do it. Because many of you unfortunately. You know you went to the same school that I went to. The hard knocks of life. <laughs> I was hard headed. I don't listen to you a lot of advice in my 20s. I thought I knew everything. But I'm gonna tell you from the top of my heart, listen, if you want these millions, if you want to transcend your life and be a part of the 1% here on the planet, you gotta separate from all those people. College buddies, college friends, college girls, high school friends, all these people. You have to just Separate yourself. Is it going to be tough? Yeah, maybe. Is it going to be emotional? Absolutely. Because you're so familiar with these people, you like them. You laugh, you talk together. But when you're on the road to greatness, sacrifice is necessary. Okay? It is. And there's no shortcuts, there's no shortcuts. And there's no easy way around this thing. Does that make sense? So if you're in your twenties, remove yourself from the masses. Everybody that makes you feel comfortable. Everybody that makes you feel good. Everybody that makes you laugh. Everybody that knew who you were when you were a teenager. Remove them and put yourself around winners, people that make you feel uncomfortable, people that you don't understand, successful people, rich people, workaholics, people that have a high work ethic, people that have high energy. Get around them. They may irritate you. They might frustrate you. At times, they may piss you off, but you have to remember this. And this will keep you going and this will allow you to persevere. That person is exactly where you want to be. That's what you got to remember. As long as this person is not doing anything illegal, immoral or wrong. Listen. Follow them. Model them. But you're going to get You're going to get irritated. You're going to get pissed. But you have to remember this in the back of your mind that this person is exactly where you want to be. And you can either give up. And go back to the bottom where it's crowded. Or you can keep climbing. That mountain of success. 30s. How many of you are in your 30s right now? Huh? How many of you are in your thirties right now? Talk to me. Thirties. In your thirties, listen close. You must know exactly what your focus is. In your 30s, you need to know exactly what you want to do. There's no more thinking and let me try this, let me try this. You need to know what you want, you need to know what you're willing to become, you need to know the sacrifices that are necessary. And you have to begin to focus on this for the next five to 10 years. Does that make sense? You cannot waver. You don't change. You don't stop. You don't pause. You stay right there in that skill, that company, that opportunity. And you build it. Does that make sense? It's just advice from a billionaire, folks. Okay. You have to stay right there. Ladies and gentlemen. In your thirties, you need to know what you want. Because it's going to take five to ten years to become a master. It's going to be honest with you. It's going to take some time. And let me give some advice to the 20-year-olds again. I know a lot of you 20-year-olds see a lot of people that are 20 years old that are millionaires. But let me share some with you. That's less than 1%. Okay? People in their 20s are not making millions of dollars as many people as you think. You think because you see the same ad video or you see people on the internet that are in their 20s, they're talking about their millionaires. You think that all 20-year-olds are millionaires and you think that you're going to become one. Most of you in your 20s, you're not going to be a millionaire in your 20s. Okay? This is not the lottery, folks. Many of you have a very jaded thought pattern as it relates to Oh, yeah, anybody can become a millionaire. Anybody cannot. Yeah, they have the capability, but most people would not make a million dollars, especially in their 20s. The average millionaire is 57 years old, folks. Do the research. So if you're in your 20s, stop trying to find the lottery ticket. This is not a fucking casino. This is not Las Vegas. You're going to find yourself irritated, pissed off. Because you're thinking that, well, I'm 20, I'm going to make a million. You're not. Most of you would not. Less than 1% of millionaires are in their 20s. Okay? It's highly unlikely. 40s. How many of you are in your 40s right now? Where are my old heads? Old ladies. I'm just kidding. You're not old. Listen, if you're in your 40s right now. Mm, I made my first million when I was 35 years old, folks. If you're in your 40s right now. If you're in your 40s. Mm, mm, and you're still in that where you want to be or where you're supposed to be. If you're in your 40s. Mm. Listen, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna share this with you. You're late. Even though you're late, but it's not too late. Does that make sense? You're late to the party. I'm gonna be honest with you, but it's not too late. There are many, there are many people. Not that many, but there are examples of many women. In the 40s. Who've made the first million. Which means there's a possibility for you. All I can say is this. You got to play catch up. You know, usually men. Very specifically get very serious in their 40s. It takes men a very long time. Unfortunately, they get very focused. Men typically don't mature till they reach the forties. Because they've done all the dumb shit, chasing the women, partying, drinking, smoking, all that debauchers activities and all that debauchery. And then when they hit forty, they find that they have bad credit, can't get a house, can't get an apartment. Can't get a girl, can't keep a girl, can't communicate effectively, overweight, and they're looking for a change, okay? So what I would tell a lot of you in your 40s, just get serious, man. Get serious. And if you're not willing to be serious, just stop. You know, just stop fooling yourself. Stop fooling yourself. Just stay at your 9-to-5 job. Stay working for other people. You'll probably never travel the world like you would like to. You'll probably never retire your parents. You'll never stay in the gated communities. you are never buy a dream car. And it's okay. I want you to understand something. Listen as millions, hundreds of millions of people are very okay with their normal, average life. Okay? That's why I don't pick on those people. I don't talk about those people. I don't belittle them and berate them. Because it's okay. Somebody has to wash the cars. Somebody has to clean the rooms. You got to have maids. You got to have the cook. You got to have... The people that teach, gonna have the people that work on the streets, people that cut the grass, all these different professions, they must exist. So I'm not talking down on the blue collar workout out a nine to five grinder. But as for me, I didn't want no part of it. And that was just a personal decision I made for my life. I just didn't I didn't want to be average. I'm not saying that it's okay. It's okay to be average for some of you or a lot of you, but for me, it's not. And that was just a personal decision that I made. So listen, if you're in your 40s and you're striving for financial independence, get serious. Because you already know what you got to do. You've been on the planet long enough. and There are plenty of resources. There's a ton of information. that's available to all of you. To be able to do what you're supposed to do here. If you're in your 50s. Same advice. Get serious. Okay. Just get serious. Unless I'm just talking from the top of my heart right now. I'm not scripted. I know when I talked about the nine-to-five job and said, so, you know, it's a stage your job. I know some of you got pissed off and got upset. Well, I want you to get pissed off. I want you to imagine working where you're currently working for the next 20, 30 years. Imagine going to somebody else's business, somebody else's dream, working your ass off and not being appreciated. I want you to imagine waiting to take time off, waiting for it to PTO time, have to beg and email your boss for time off to take vacation with your family. I want you to imagine that for the next 20 or 30 years. I want you to remember every morning, Sunday night, when you have to get up and go back to that job, 8 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, even the night shift. I want you to imagine doing that for the next 20, 30, 40 years of your life. And if that don't disturb you, or that in some way, form or shape, fashion, don't piss you off a bit, just stay there. Okay? Just stay there. Just stay there forever. <laughs> you know, some people, they're just not built for this. They're not built to be entrepreneurs. They're not built to be financially independent, they're just not built that way. it's okay. But if that pisses you off, that bothers you, for your son, your daughter, to see you work for another man, another woman for the rest of your life, Mm. Mm. your children, even you tell your kids, kids say, hey, daddy, why can't you do this? Oh, I gotta go to work. My boss said I gotta come in. Daddy, what's a boss? Mama, what's a boss? What's a manager? Oh, that's just the person that tells me what the fuck to do. What? Somebody tells you what to do, mama? Somebody tells you what to do? Interesting. I didn't want to have that conversation with my children, to be honest with you. See, my kids, they know I'm the boss. Period. I don't have a boss. You know how good that feels for your children to know that you're the boss? No man, no woman's going to stop me from doing what I got to do for my family. But many of you are allowing other people to direct and navigate. And got your family you know you know it's just the truth many of you that have a job you got to wait for the paycheck right see people that have a job they wait for paychecks two weeks every week every month get a deposit get a check right entrepreneurs we get paid every day I get paid every day I don't get I'm not waiting for a paycheck I need the money now many of you can't pay your bills until you get a paycheck you're waiting on a person. Just imagine that, for 30 years, waiting on money, like working your ass off for two, three weeks, and then finally getting paid. What if your bills was due last week? You gotta wait on the paycheck. (laughs) I didn't want to live like that. It's almost like a chain around your neck. You can't do nothing. You gotta wait for everything got to wait for the boss to tell you to have lunch. Got to wait for the boss to tell you when you gonna have a day off. You got to wait for the chicks. Got to wait for the vacation. You got it's a waiting process. I don't want to wait. For so something to think about. You know, in 2024. You know most people are stressed. And you could do the research because of their jobs. You know, it's not relationships, it's their job. I truly believe relationships fail because of job dissatisfaction. People just hate their job. So when they hate their jobs, they take it home. They're in a bad mood already. So imagine two people that hate their fucking jobs coming home to each other. <laughs> it's insane. It's job dissatisfaction. That's what's killing relationships. So it's difficult to have a functional relationship when you're working in a place that you can't stand, that you abhor. Does that make sense? This is why I share with my men to get the money first. Okay, why would you purposely put yourself in a position with a woman when you're struggling financially? like why would you do that? like why would you purposely do it? You know what I've realized that. Most of the complainers as it relates to men in relationships of the broken average men. It's not that many successful, wealthy men that complain about women. Whenever you hear a man complaining about a woman, you know, oh, she doing this, she doing that. Yeah, check his bank account. It's probably low. And the more he complains, you know, the less money he has. It's just the truth. Because successful men, ah, we know that we're the prize. So a successful man doesn't have to complain because he is the prize. He understands his value and he understands that there are not many of him on the planet. But the broken average men, it's a ton of you guys. You're everywhere. Okay. Again, men, Get the money first. Are you guys getting value tonight? Any questions for me, by the way? Is buying an age corp worth buying to get bigger loans? To be honest with you, I've never bought an age corp but you can always search YouTube and watch a video about it and learn more about that. Any questions for me? I'm into crypto portfolio. Don't don't write platforms are wrong, but want to know I have to be extra careful in crypto than service business models. What's the question, man? That didn't make any sense. Questions for me, folks. Take this opportunity to Have a conversation with your self-made millionaire here. Okay? Like I said, I was here for you in 2023. I'll be here for you in 2024. I mean, I will get richer. I will get wealthier. I will get better. I will become more famous. My celebratory status will increase. I will become more high status. But still, I will take moments out of my life at midnight and talk to you. It's WesleyVirgin.tv your website. Yes. Questions for me, please. Mm, got some newbies in here tonight. How many of you are brand new to the rant here tonight? And I really want you to look at that question. What are you willing to do to get what you want? Like, what are you willing to do? Think about that for a while. Any biographies of wealthy people that you recommend? Steve Jobs. Um, you can watch the movie uh, The Founder. Great movie. You can watch the movie The Men Who Built America. It's a TV series. I watched this when I the broke. It's a long TV series, but it's worth it teaches you about money, about chase and railroads and how the entire economy was created. It's a great movie. I mean, great um, series. When, if you have a chance to speak to Elon Musk, what would you ask him? If I ever met Elon Musk, I'm not going to ask him anything. I don't, I, don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't mind having a conversation, but I'm not going to talk about business because there's nothing that I need to know from Elon Musk. We're in two different businesses. I, I was just, like, I know a lot of you are like, well, how did you get there? How did you make a billion dollars? I mean, these are just futile, useless questions, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have any questions for them, honestly. I just hang out. Say, what's up, Elon? How are you doing, man? You doing well? I say, I'm proud of you. You did some incredible things for mankind. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm your biggest fan. Got your back. That's it. I'm not going to ask him about business. I mean, what would I ask him? What would I need to ask Elon Musk that I can't figure out for myself? And do you actually think he can answer that question like, well, how did you become a billionaire? Do you think he just give you a five-minute answer that you're going to apply to your life? What's next? Listen, I know a lot of you want to have lunch with me and dinner with me. Because I get DMs all the time and people ask me, there's no conversation that I can have with you that within minutes that I can communicate and articulate everything that I do that you will learn it in 30 minutes to an hour that you can apply to your business and earn your first million. It's not going to happen. Because many of you technical know-how is not your problem. Many of you fail in the area of emotional intelligence. You just don't know how to manage your emotions yet while you're persevering something great. Honestly, in my school, Prosperity University, you can always go to that website, Prosperity University. It's called Pros... um, Well. I'll give it to you later, but and at university, we teach people how to become emotional, intelligent people, because cause without emotional intelligence, you can't run a company. As a matter of fact, you're not going to be able to persevere through the adversities to be where you want to be. You just won't do it. You'll get tired. You'll get sick. you make excuses. You'll justify why you can't continue to go. Does that make sense? So... Managing one's emotions is the name of the game as it relates to becoming great in anything in life. Does that make sense? How do you think basketball players meditate? Football players, fighters. Hey, Wesley, how do I ask my subconscious mind to find a particular answer that I have? Just ask it. You don't even have to ask it to solve the problem. Just picture yourself or picture the problem already solved. Like when I was trying to make money online, instead of asking, well, how do I make money online? I just began to say, you know, I'm making money online. Well, how much money are you making? Well, 5000 a day? Great. What are you doing with the money? So I started to communicate to my mind that I was already solving like, the problem was already solved in my mind, if that makes sense to you. it's fair. That's a great question, by the way. And I want you to try this. You know, whatever problem, I want you to just try this. I know some of you, it's hard for you to believe me, but, because it just sounds insane. But if you have a problem in your life, it don't matter, financial problem, relationship, it doesn't really matter. Instead of asking, oh, how do I fix this problem? What do I need to do to fix? No, no. Imagine this if, The problem is fixed. Imagine as if you already have the solution and then start to imagine the outcome. That's it. Because your mind, subconsciously, if you're able to imagine the outcome of what you want, it will find the solution to make that outcome real. Many of you spend too much time on problem and this is just a new way of thinking i get it now some of you just want to just use your conscious mind to like oh how do i fix this how do i fix this how do not me i go into a very relaxed state of mind because honestly i don't know what the solution is like i may have a problem in my business my company you know whatever like i don't know the answer if i knew the answer i would just do it but if i don't know the answer to the problem i just imagine as if I have the solution and I just imagine the outcome. And I know, I get it. Some of you are like, well, how, well, how does that work? But well, how do you imagine? But, but I still don't know that. Yeah, because you have to allow the mind to do what it does best. Do you not understand that your mind and your brain right now is responsible, your subconscious mind is responsible for the blood that's flowing through your left toe right now? the subconscious part of you, your automatic nervous system is responsible for beating your heart right now. Your heart has been beating this entire conversation. You had no conscious awareness of it. Right now, your food is being digested right now. Right now, billions of cells are being created and billions of cells are dying in your body right now. Which means is your body has an intelligence and when you allow it to work for you, it will work for you very well. Read books, um, like study up on Einstein. You know, you know, we all know who Einstein was, but, you know, listen, he talks about how he allowed his subconscious mind to do most of the work. The subconscious mind can do what the conscious mind cannot. Because the subconscious mind is the collective unconscious. It has everything. It's there. Everything you have ever experienced, every conversation, everything that you saw, it's there. You're just not conscious of it. So any problem you have, it doesn't matter. It could be money problem, health problem. You could have an illness. Relationship, whatever the problem is. Just imagine the outcome. By imagining the outcome, your subconscious mind will find the answer. And you just got to have faith and believe me. Because I know it's hard to believe me, but just have faith. It works. It works very well. Or you can spend months and months and months trying to consciously solve these very difficult problems in life. Not me. I don't have any problems because <laughs> they're all solved. Makes sense? I just imagine the outcome. I just think about more about what I want instead of thinking about how to solve the problem because I don't know. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? It's very powerful. But like I said, it's a new way of thinking. It's just this type of thinking is not taught in the Western world, so you guys are just oblivious to it. Next questions here. And some of you need to listen to that the last five minutes again. Like, we rewind this and listen to that again so you get it. What are the best methods to gain high energy besides yelling? <laughs> you don't like to yell? You don't like to raise your voice? You don't like being excited? Come on, folks. We know how to get excited, but instead of waiting for some external thing to make you excited, I want you to do it for yourself. Raise the energy, drink water, okay? Exercise, walk, Stairmaster, lift weights. All these things raise your vibration. Eat healthy. Okay. What's next? If you started over at zero, how would you attain wealth again? Easy. So one thing about me, I've been in the digital marketing space for 10 years plus. So I know how to craft that offer online. I know how to write the copy. And I know how to give it to affiliates to run the copy for me. And say if I didn't have any affiliates, then I would just find a media buyer to run traffic to my offer. That's what I would do. And so you do this, not necessarily if I know anybody. Say if I didn't know anybody, you know, let's say this. Say I'm if, say if started all over from scratch and I don't know anyone, but I have communication skills. Like, just to having the ability to communicate effectively and persuasively to people, you have the edge. So I would just communicate and convince people to send traffic to my offer. Why? Because I'm a master communicator. I was talking to this young man young today. And, no, yesterday, I think. And, you know, he said he wants to work for me course and get getting ready to work for a call center i said young man just want you to do, work for the call center because what i want you to learn the number one skill i believe that every man every woman as well should learn is the art of communication and if i was at zero dollars right now but i communicate like this I can persuade and convince anybody to run traffic to my offer that I would craft online. I will convince large affiliates to run traffic because I know how to communicate. I know how to influence people. I know how to get people excited about things. That's a skill in itself. Write this down. The number one skill that you should have, ladies and gentlemen, is communication skills. You have to learn how to use words persuasively. Got, you must learn how to compel people to conjole them to your ideals. Especially if you have a company and you have people that work for you. It's your responsibility to communicate the vision. And then two, it's your responsibility to have people see the vision. Okay. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Next question for me. How do you communicate when people seem very slow? Well, I don't understand what you mean by slow. And I think you're insulting people. So I would say this. Let me give you a key to communicating effectively to people, don't insult them. Why would you insult the person that you're trying to persuade by calling them slow? Like, how is that going to work? If you think everybody's slow, so now you're you're irritating when you're trying to communicate to them because of your perception of them. So I would say, and this is... This is so simple. so obvious. Don't devalue people. Don't belittle people and don't insult them. Okay? Because you don't know them. What's next? Will we learn communication skill mastered by listening to you daily? Of course. And then I'll share this before, you know, the reason why I am able to communicate the way that I do today, because before, trust me, I did not communicate like this at all. Okay. I was just like, just like most of you, it was very difficult to find the words because I didn't know any words. You know, when people say, well, you know, I just, I know the words, but it just don't come to me. Well, you don't know the word. You don't have enough words installed inside of your vocabulary. That's the reason why you can't use them. So what I did, and this was decades ago, I did a few things. One, I will learn a new word today. I will learn the word, the pronunciation of the word, and they will use the word in a sentence so I will understand the context. Two, for hours. Every single day, true story, I was in Afghanistan, I was a contractor, and this was years ago. I would listen to great orators, great speakers, every day, like eight, 10 hours a day. I had headphones in my ears, and I would listen to great speakers over and over and over again. The way that you speak, ladies and gentlemen, listen, The way that you speak currently right now is because of the people who are around you. You speak like them. Your tonality, your voice inflection, if you mumble, your dialect, even how you enunciate words. It is from the people that you are around. So if you don't speak well... I promise you, your mom or your father don't speak well also. If you don't have the ability to articulate yourself properly, I'm pretty sure the person that raised you can't do it as well. Does that make sense? Okay? You know, whenever I speak to people or if I'm having a conversation with a man or a woman, how they speak, I know I know too much about their parents. I say, oh, yeah, yeah, this this person's parents can't speak as well because how this person is using words, how they express themselves, um, their inability to make eye contact tells me so much about them and how they were raised. Does that make sense? So all you need to do is honestly, like do it for a year. It don't take too long, honestly, maybe six months, just consume Information for people that speak well. That's that's all you have to do. You will speak just like I do, if not better. Okay. Just put your headphones instead of listening to Drake and Two Chains and Lil Wayne and Billy Eilish. All these people listen to great speakers. People that speak well. The masses gravitate to these folks, okay? People love how I speak. They love is it. sexy, okay? And it makes me sound intelligent. I don't even have to be intelligent, but if I speak like this, you will assume that I am. Are you with me? And people that have the perception of intelligence, people listen to those folks more. Get it? And they buy from them. More. Are you with me here? Okay. What's next here? Questions for me. Hey, Wes. I'm currently doing muck mode. Awesome. Is it all right to listen to music while working out? Or should I stick to the listen? Yeah. Sure. You can listen to music while you work out. How to be good in crypto industries. Study it. Master it. What's next here? Um... If you sacrifice all your money to save a parent and have to start over at thirty-seven, what what's the first thing you'll do? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, like I said before, if I have the skill, say if I sacrifice all my money, I don't know, to save my parents' life, I still have the skill. I got the skill of communication, the skill of persuasion, the skill of marketing and the skill of crafting a product that I would sell online. So that's what I would do. Questions here, talk to me. Um, if you're sick, how do you sell with a raspy voice? Man, the same way you sell with a voice that is not raspy. Come on, folks. Hey Wes, I'm currently doing okay. What type of bank account gives the highest interest? None. I mean, I just wouldn't put a ton of money in banks. I did a video recently on my Instagram that talks about what stocks and what mutual index funds that I put my money, or, or how I invest my money. So, just watch the video. But like every mutual fund that I'm invested, I get 15 to 20% a year. So if you have 20000 that's $2,000 a year. And then I put my money into dividend stocks like Johnson & Johnson, Coca-Cola. I mean, honestly, it's free money, folks. It's free money. Seriously, it don't get any easier than this. It's free money. I mean, you folks know what a dividend stock is, right? Like if the company does well, it's going to pay you maybe 50 cents or a dollar for every stock that you own. Some pay quarterly, some pay every month. I have a couple of stocks that pay me $2,000 a month just for having a stock. It's just there doing, just making money automatically. And that money just gets reinvested again. So think about how much money is going to be there in 20 years. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't put a ton of money. I don't have millions of dollars in the bank account. Absolutely not. No. Because the bank doesn't enact, you know, honestly, the bank, does exactly what your money, what you could do with your money yourself but you're just not educated now. Like the banks use your money, they put it on a stock market, mutual funds, that's, that's what they do. Our foreign exchange they do all kinds of crap, right? But they need your money to do it with. right? How do you think they make money? Just I wouldn't put a ton of my money in the bank account. I would take majority of the money and put it in a brokerage account. Fidelity.com, Ameritrade. Listen, I just, you know how I learned about this? And listen, I'm not an expert. I just watched a YouTube video. <laughs> I watched a YouTube video and I got educated on how to make money with money. You know, when you hear like, how do you make money with money? Well, that's how you do it. It just compounds, it just it just adds up over time. It's sitting there. Think about it. You put $100,000 in an account and let it sit there. I mean, most of you have money sitting in your bank account anywhere for years and years and years. But if you put $100,000 in a mutual fund that yields about 20% a year, and as many of these funds that have done it for the last 10 to 20 years, I mean, it's $20,000 a year of you doing nothing. That's like almost 2000 a month. And it's just sitting there. It's not doing anything. It's the same thing you're doing in the bank. It's just sitting there, folks. Yeah. I don't know. Some of you will never get it, unfortunately. Honestly, I'm like it's almost impossible. If all my businesses failed right now, and say if all my active income failed, I mean I can just live off of my mutual funds. Like I have enough money coming in per month just from the mutual, from the index fund, the dividends payouts, that I can live a really good life. And that's what you want to do, right? You want to have money work for you. You gotta educate yourself, folks. That's why it doesn't matter if my companies go up and down, I look, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. I've placed millions and millions and millions of dollars in brokerage accounts. I mean, and just, and I, I've never had to use it, honestly, but if I had to, i just take the money, takes, I don't know, take a couple of thousand out, you know, 30,000, 40,000 because, you know, it just, it's making money every day, honestly. What's next? The biggest thing is getting started for a lot of folks. What is your advice to get started? Yeah, listen. um, You're right. A lot of you don't know where to start. What I would say, just... You need to determine what you want. Like, Like, I'm going to build a home maybe in the next five years, because obviously I'm gonna have four kids, I'm gonna have four more girls, right? So you know, before I turn fifty, I have four more kids. I'm gonna build a house. Before I can build the house, it's probably gonna be in Houston more likely. Before I before I can build the house, first I must create I must have a vision of what the house is going to look like. Like I have to know in my mind what it's going to look like. Then too, you have to create a blueprint. So before I can start building the house, I need to know what the house is going to look like in advance. So it's almost like the house has to be built before I start breaking ground. Same thing with your life. Same thing with a business. But they don't teach this. Nowhere. You must know what you want first. You must know exactly what you want your life to look like. Because you don't want to start a business. You want what a business is going to yield. Like the business is a tool to earn the money for you to get what you want. But if you don't know what you want, trying to start a business, It's just useless, ineffective, okay? Folks, are you getting value here tonight? I don't see any loves and likes, shares here. I've been following you for years and I still haven't figured it out. Figured what out? You haven't figured out that you're lazy? Hey, Melissa. What did you want before you started? Okay. So I'll tell you. And I wrote this in my journal. I said I want to wake up. Whenever my body wakes up. Whenever God say get up. That's when I want to wake up. Not waking up to an alarm clock. I want to be able to wake up. And have my breakfast prepared for me. In my kitchen. I wanted to be able to have. Not one car, not two cars, but seven cars to drive every day of the week. I wanted to be able to have shopping sprees every week, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 the clothes that I desired. I wanted to travel the world first class every single month to countries all around the world, first class, foster hotels. People that would have signs outside of the plane when I would disembark. Like when I would um plane, I want that person to have a sign that says Wesley Virgin that would escort me through the immigration and take my luggage and put me in a beautiful brand new Mercedes Benz. I I wanted to to have money available for my children to go to college if they choose to do that. I wanted to have the the availability of my children need anything, I can make that happen. Are you with me here? I wanted to be able to bless my parents with the money, cars, vacations, around the world. I wanted to be able to not only travel with myself, but travel with my children every year. Me and my children for the last maybe nine to 10 years, we always have a family trip, it's a tradition. I don't care how old my children get. They gotta travel with their daddy once a year to another country. My children have been to, I think nine to 10 countries already. They've been everywhere. They've been to France, Paris, Italy, Rome, They've been to Dominican, they've been to Jamaica, Hawaii, they've been in Japan, they've been to Malaysia. They've been everywhere, honestly. That was what I wanted. I wanted to have a maid and a housekeeper who took care of my home every day. Not once a week, not once a month, every day. I want to live in my home as if I was living in a hotel I wanted the same experience. You know, I want someone to clean my house every single day of my life. I want to have an assistant. I knew, and I knew this before I made money. I knew as I got busy in life, I'd need not just one assistant, I need two. Like now, I have an assistant. Her name is Griselda. She's in Houston, Texas. She takes care of everything in Houston, Texas, just all, you know, bills and taxes and houses, just all kinds of stuff. Um, And then now I have an assistant in Columbia. Her name is Michelle. She takes care of the house and makes sure the maid does it. The prepares the food properly and makes sure I have water and protein and And right now she's working with the designers for my new place in Columbia that is still getting decorated, which I haven't moved in yet. But hopefully in January I'll be there. Right? I wanted to have that luxury. Now listen, all this, what I just shared with you, I wrote it down. Before I had a dime to my name. Like I created the life, man. I said, yeah, this, this, this. The only thing I forgot to put in there was the PJ, the private jet. But don't worry, the private data's is in there now, so keep looking out for it. But the life that I'm living today was written in a journal 10 years ago. So it's no surprise. So that's what I share with you. But, you know, I don't know if you you guys are just impatient. Some of you are writing and joining. and say, okay, what's that? what about my journal? Now what? Keep writing. Why? Because clarity is power. The when you get very clear about the life that you want, it's much its easier to, to begin to remove and delete things from your life. See, many of you are looking for the shiny object, like you're just going to find this one thing and it's going to change your life financially. No, it doesn't work that way. It's like step by step and things will start to be revealed to you. But you're not going to be revealed to new opportunities until you start to eliminate things. So when you get very clear about the life that you want to live, it makes it easier to eliminate the things that don't align with the life that you want. With me. Am I not a great teacher, folks? On a scale of one to ten, Am I a great teacher? Ten and I'm the rock star. To one means, I'm the worst teacher on the planet. Let me know. Scale of one to ten. Because... You know, it's important for me to be a great educator. How did your word in your journal? How did your word, how did you word it? I just explained it to you. I just created a story, man. It's like you read a story. I said, I'm now living here. I'm now doing this. I'm now doing this. I'm grateful that I'm doing this. I wrote it as if I was already living this life in the journal. Maybe one day at a seminar, I'll show you guys my journal. Like, it's so surreal, because I even wrote in my journal, I said, I'm just going to work for my iPhone, and I do 90% of my work, and I have a ton of companies, right, and I work from my phone, like Skype. Skype is where I do all meetings, and I don't have meetings, by the way, I don't like meetings at all, but I Skype people. I have over, like, maybe 200 people that work for me directly and indirectly on Skype, all different companies, all different things that you can't even imagine, right? But it only happens on my Skype, on my phone. I rarely have to use my laptop for anything. But that's what I wanted. Is the genius strip available for purchase yet on the new platform? Um, Almost. Wes, are you rich or wealthy? I mean, I don't know. I think they're both the same, they're synonymous, but we'll just say I'm both. Can you explain what you're going to do with a billion dollars once you get it? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. A billion dollars. Maybe I'll take 200 million or 500 and million. I'll put in the index fund, of course, to pay me out millions of dollars per year on autopilot. And then, of course, I have the PJ, the private jet. And, obviously, I'm going to have homes around the world. I don't need a billion dollars to have homes around the world, by the way. And um, I give a ton of money away, honestly. I'd, be, I'd do something similar to Mr. Beast. If you don't know who Mr. Beast is, go to YouTube.com, type in Mr. Beast. You're welcome. This man is a outstanding individual. All the money he makes, man, he just helps... He just helps the world. I like that. That's what I plan to do as well. At a larger level. Mm. What's next here, folks? Are you getting value, folks? Are you getting value here tonight? Are you taking notes? You know, even... Listen... Even right now, listening to me is, is going to help you communicate better. You know, listen to me. I communicate well. Like If you want to be a better communicator, just listen to Wesley Virgin. Okay, And you'll realize that you'll start to communicate better. With your words, learn how to pause and learn how to change your tonality. Force inflection. Okay. I mean, honestly, communication is key, man. I mean, that's just communication is key. This, this is the first thing that I taught my childrens how to communicate effectively. I taught them how to pause. I taught them how to speak clearly. Use their mouth. Open their mouth. Taught them how to pronounce words properly. Like, if you, if you ever have the opportunity to listen to my children, they speak well. It's important. Wes, I'm dead broke. Would you consider taking the celibacy route? Yes. And you're not dead, bro. Like, what is dead broke? What are we talking about tonight? First of all, TNT is not a word. Spell it out. I'm not going to entertain that. Wes, how do you act and talk when you get on a meeting for people to buy through a call? Well, first of all, if you're going to have a video call and you're trying to sell them Ensure that you're looking the part. I mean, dress nice, right? Especially if they're able to see you. Dress nice. Two, gain rapport. Rapport means what about them that you can build some similarity to? Like maybe they have a dog. Maybe you have a dog. Maybe they have children. You have children. Find something that's alike between you and that person. It's game over, man, I'm telling you. You know, you may say, well, so what do you like to do on the weekends? Oh, I like to fish. Really? Wow, I love to fish. I fish on the weekends. So you just build like ability. It's really easy. Because people buy from people that they like. People buy from people that seem to be a friend. And why is that so important, the psychology behind that? Because people, you know, they usually take advice from their friends. <laughs> friends are always giving friends advice, right? And they listen to friends advice because they believe that they care about them so people that you people that care about you you tend to listen to get it that's why people take advice from friends even though they should not do this right but they do it because they said that they care about me well yeah they care about me so i know they give me good advice so you can be told a stranger but if you build rapport just find something I'm telling you it's very powerful and it's very easy find something they do that you do too find the similarities and once you do that it's just game over man it's just game over what's next here But you knew what the word, you did it again, Phantom. I'm, gonna, I'm going to ignore you, young lady. Because you don't get it. Can I give you guys some more advice? Don't be lazy in language. <sighs> don't be lazy in language. And I, and I get it. You know, you might say, this is so trivial, Wes. What's the big deal? BC because the letter U for you is lazy. Because when you start to write that way, you may accidentally write that way at your job, to a CEO that you're trying to um, create a partnership with. You just don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that gal that just can't write the entire word out. I mean, it's, it's not going to take you Minutes to do this. Okay? I, I hate receiving text messages that when people abbreviate words that aren't abbreviated. Okay? It just tells me that you're lazy. Honestly, that, that's what it communicates to rich people. You know, whenever you text successful people, like, that, I mean, that's just, oh, this person's lazy. Lazy. Write it out. And I know you think it don't matter, but it does. You'll see as you get older. It matters. And if you're not careful, you will habitually start to write that way. You won't even know it. You might say, oh, I know how to make the switch. I talk to my friends this way. I talk to this. Nah. You'll slip up. You'll see. You'll do it unconsciously. Don't be lazy in language. Spell out the words. Okay. It sets you apart from the mediocre average folks, okay? And when you write or you text, text well with great grammar, okay? Use correct spelling, even in text messages, okay? It sets you apart. Wesley, we're making cold calls for a company. How do you get them from not rejecting you? Oh, in the first two minutes, what do you say? I mean, listen, rejection? Let me ask you a question. How do you get a girl not to reject you if you ask for a number? You don't. You don't even consider rejection. You just you just say the cell is made. If they reject you, so what? You go to the next person. But you can't enter a cell, cold call, a warm call thinking about, well, how do I not get this person to reject me? How do I get them not to reject me? Does that make sense? What you focus on expands. So instead, say, you know what, I'm, I'm getting ready to call this person. I wonder how much money I'm going to sell them on, maybe 200000 100000 I wonder how much money this person's going to give me for the product that I have to offer. Questions. Change the question, folks. Mm. Yeah, I can't stand the W.I.D. What you doing? Oh God, W.I.D. is the same. I hate it. King Wes, what software do you use to create the GenieScript audio in the module format that it's in? Um, That's a great question. I didn't do that. I recorded it, but I had my audio team um, create the um, audio the way that you're able to hear it. So my audio team did that. I'm not sure what software to use. Maybe some AI software, sure. What's next? Next question. Do you believe the bigger problems you solve, the more money you make? Yes, absolutely. All the tougher the problem is. Good job, Salvador. Today, a lady asked my name, and I told her my whole name, first and last. Smart. Thank you for what you're sharing. You're very welcome, Dr. Walls. Yeah, that's another thing, and I've shared this before. Um, And this is all a part of becoming a a very exceptional human being. Whenever you introduce yourself, introduce your first and last name, because no one does it. You know, people just say, hey, what's your name, Wesley? No, 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 no. Hey, what's your name, Wesley Virgin? When I meet people for the first time, Hey, how are you, Wesley Virgin? What's your name? How are you, Wesley Virgin? Good morning. Hey, how are you? Hey, Wesley Virgin, nice to meet you. Because it sets you apart. And people begin to subconsciously think that you're more important than you really are, honestly. Because, right? you know, people don't do it, they just say the first name. What's your name, Larry? What's your name, John? What's your name, Tiffany? No. What's your name? Wesley Virgin, how are you? Wesley Virgin, at your service, how are you? (laughs) And do it with a smile. That's what I do whenever you introduce yourself to people. It doesn't matter where you are. Wesley Virgin, with a smile on your face. Hey, how are you, Wesley Virgin? Nice to meet you. Have a nice little smirk smile on your face. All right? It's powerful, telling. Men, do it with women. Women love it. It just exudes confidence. How's the weather? Perfect? Hey, Wesley, how many offers do you have? Yeah, I have a few. Uh, why are you so generous? I love you, that's why. I love people, I love you. That's why I'm so generous. Because I love you. I love helping people win. Because I wanted someone to help me win. Make sense? I wanted someone to help me, but no one helped me win financially, so... I said, I help others Wayne. Since I didn't get that opportunity to get help from others. Do you stream on TikTok? I don't stream, but I post. All right, folks, I guess I'm going to let you go. How do you emotionally grow yourself as? Daily improvement. I barely watched it. I would say this. Um, read the book Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goldman. Start there. Emotional intelligence by Daniel Goldman. Outstanding book. I've read it several times over. Well actually love you, man. Love you back. And that was disrespectful to disregard my question due to me shortening a word. Have a nice life. Get out of here. Phantom. And don't come back. What's next? Uh, Tacey, how are you? Lashley, how are you? All right, any more questions for me before I let you go here? Hey, I had a great time with you tonight. And I should be back tomorrow. I got to catch a flight. I'm going to be heading back to H-Town, Houston. Um, but um, if I don't do the rent tomorrow night, I will do the rent. As a matter of fact, I'm, uh, I don't know. We'll see. i definitely do the rent on Thursday, I believe. Yeah, maybe Friday, I what colors make people buy the most? I don't think it's a color that make people buy, honestly. How did you learn to design a website for people to buy? Just watching YouTube videos to be honest with you. You're very welcome. The digital link doesn't work. How do I access it? It's just a no, no, so yeah, I would say email support because we're not on digital any longer. You're very welcome, Fuma. All right, folks, thank you so much. Thank you for joining me here tonight. And like I said before, what are you willing to do to get what you want? Think about that tonight before you go to bed. Just really, really consider what I just shared with you. Like, what are you really willing to do in 2024 to start to not just make changes, but to see? measurable changes in your life. Think about it. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to give what you want? Top three books I should read. Think and Grow Rich, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, Power of the Subconscious Mind. Can you see the author's name? Um, yeah, Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goldman, G-O-L-E-M-A-N. G-O-L-E-M-A-N actually how important is meditation what are the pros of it um like i've been meditating for the past 10 years the pros is um it would keep you in what is called flow state it would allow you access to the subconscious part of your mind so you'll be able to solve problems faster you'll be more calm it's great if you have anxiety or stress a ton meditate um It's good for health benefits, for the body to heal itself, for the brain to relax itself so it can rejuvenate itself. Like, you know, so it's a ton of benefits. The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Mm. All right, folks, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go. Love you guys.